Hi. Hi. You okay? Kind of. Why are you nervous? I don't know. It's weird. I like talking and being the center of attention normally. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I see that in my class every day. <laughs> Do you listen to this podcast? Yeah. How often or how many have you listened to? Um, not all of them, but close to all of them. That's good. I was talking to somebody and they said they listened to part of one and that was it. And I was like, okay, that works. Wow. Yeah. Do you listen to any other podcast? Nope. It's my first one I've ever listened to or been on. Cool. So tell us a little bit about you, Bella. Well, I'm a ninth grader at Michigan School. I'm in the sixth hour. I'm 14. I live with my mom, my dad, and three of my siblings. How many siblings do you have? Four. Where's the fourth one? My older brother, he got his own apartment. Ooh. Yeah, with his girlfriend. Well, that's exciting. My mom was crying. She was in tears when they left. Because he was, wasn't was the best about moving away. <laughs> he was, what does that mean? Well, he he rushed it. Like, when he first moved out, he went and lived with his friend Jacob. And, they like, he rushed it. He went and saw the, the room that they were going to give him. And then he was like, I'm moving out in this day. He packed all of his stuff up and left. My mom was in tears. And all of those kids were in tears too because like we thought they were gonna take that he was gonna take our dog with him, our dog Griffin, because like he bought Griffin when we first adopted him. So we were like, oh my god, no, you're gonna take the dog. But then he didn't because Jacob didn't let him. <laughs> how much older than you is your brother? He's 21, so seven years. And how long has he been moved out? A year or two, I think. Well, not been that long. It seems like forever though. And your other siblings, younger, older, both? Uh, they're all younger. I have a little sister, Madison. She's in BMS right now. She's in sixth grade. Um, my little brother, Brayden and Emlyn, they're in Irving, right across from Patrick Henry. Their Brayden is in fourth grade and is nine, eight, nine. I can't. There's so many of them. You don't know how old your sibling is. I can't keep track of them. And then my younger sister, Emlyn, she's six. Emmalyn? Yes, spelled weird. It's E-M-A-L-I-N. She's in first grade. Wow. Yeah, I got a big family. So what are some of your interests? What are some things you're into? Books. I like to read a lot. I got my own personal library, and I keep getting books for, like, Christmas and my birthday. And I have no place to put them because my bookshelf, because I share with my little sister, Madison, she's got one or two shelves, and then the rest are all mine, and they're just packed full of books. Do you have a specific genre? Do you read a lot of different types or what? I mostly stay in the like the fantasy teenage drama genre. You? Teenage drama? Oh my god, it's a miracle. I read one mystery book, which is from Miss Brennan. What was it? It was a murder mystery. It was called There's Someone Inside Your House. How was it? It was gruesome. <laughs> I wonder why I don't like scary movies. <laughs> Nightmares. That sounds fun. What are some of the fantasy books that you've read that you've really liked? My favorite series of all time is definitely Chris Colfer's Land of Stories. Um, is he from a TV show? Yeah, he's from Glee. I think I have a couple of his books over there. They're so good. And they're like, they're children's books, but I am a child at heart. Like... They're so, they're hilarious too. What do you like about them? I don't know, the way she, Chris, he kind of just involved a lot of things. The backstory behind the books is that like when he was younger, he was addicted to fairy tales. And like he, he drew a picture that had a lot of the things that the Land of Stories includes. So like Goldilocks, she's on the run now from the law because like she was in the, three, she uh, broke into the Three Bears house. So now she's like a criminal. And so, like, in the picture, there's a book that he came out with. It's called The 
the ultimate book hugger's guide. Ultimate book hugger's guide? Yeah, because there's a group of girls in the series called the book huggers because they're like this cool book club. But um, in the book hugger's guide, he like shows me the picture and it's got like Goldilocks dancing with swords, Jack climbing the beanstalk, and like the land of stories, the title of it is like on that paper when he drew when he was a kid. Mm. It's like he always like loved fairy tales and there's a lot of cool backstories that he did in the series that I really like. So he's your favorite. Mm-hmm. And are there any other ones that you're a big fan of that stand out to you? Well, I am a Disney addict. <laughs> so I have a lot of Disney Channel books. Disney Channel books? Yeah, like written like D- Descendants. I have a lot of Descendants. Oh, books. yeah. <laughs> what was, was that disappointment, Mr. Cobb? No, I think, I think my daughter had that, but I don't know that she ever read it. I think she got it when the first, because there's two movies now, right? There's three. Yeah, I think she got it when the first one came up, but I don't know if she ever read it or not. That just sounds familiar. Yeah, I got Descendants books. I've got the the Heroes of Olympus series, which I got for Christmas in July. By Rick Riordan? Yeah, those were interesting. When I first got them, I was like, I don't really know, because it's like not the type of genre I normally did in. But then after a while, I picked up the first book, and I flipped open to a random page, and it was something about the Ice Princess. I don't remember what book it was. But I was like, Ice Princesses, drama, boy drama? Yeah, let's go. And then I read the whole series, and I liked it. So now that you've read it, do you find the connection between mythology and fairy tales? Because you said you like fairy tales, so reading books that deal with mythology seem like they would make sense. Yeah, definitely. Have you read any of his other stuff, like the Percy Jackson series? No, I haven't. My brother did. I've never read, don't judge me, but I've never read Harry Potter. I don't like Harry Potter. Why not? Because my brother is addicted to Harry Potter. And so when someone else gets addicted to it, I'm just like, ew, no, I don't ever want to read this or watch the movies or anything like that. I get that. I'm one of those people where if something gets too popular, I don't want anything to do with it. And the reason why I got into the land of stories is it's a funny story. I went to a bookstore and I was looking for this. I don't remember this name of the series now, but when I was in entry school, I was like kind of addicted to the series. There were so many books. So I went to the bookstore hoping like find a few to like buy for myself and I explained it to the bookstore owner and he goes no I don't have that series in particular but I have this and he gave me the first land of stories book and I read it and then I went to the end and there was like the little excerpt from the next story and I was like I need to read these later do I find out that Chris Colfer was in Glee and actually had one of the books which was signed by Chris Colfer because she was addicted to Glee when she was younger oh wow yeah all kind of connects together it's kind of funny that is pretty cool. All right, so you said books. TV shows. TV shows. Once upon a Time, my absolute favorite show ever. I mean, it's a fairy tale on TV, right? <laughs> yeah. Did- I've already watched all seven seasons. And yeah, there's seven seasons. I'm on season six right now. Of a rewatch. Yeah, of a rewatch. And you like it because it just ties a lot of the fairy tales together? Yeah, it has all the fairy tales. My mom liked Once Upon a Time when it was on ABC. Like yeah. On TV. But then she quit watching it when they included Frozen, which that is not my favorite part of the series. Like, I kind of skip through the episodes where they involve, like, Elsa and Anna. They put them in the show? Mm-hmm. I thought that the show was older than the movie. No. I think it was season five where they included Frozen. Huh. I think they include Moana in there for a second, too. I think there's, like, a little... I think that in one episode it talks about Maui's hook. Oh. Yeah. It's seven seasons. 
Interesting. Yeah, so when it got onto Disney Plus for the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to watch this. And then I watched all seven seasons. Oh, that makes sense because it used to air on ABC and yeah. ABC is owned by Disney. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. What other shows do you like? What else you watch on? I watch what my little sister watches, which we watch like Liv and Maddie and Jessie, all those like cliche Disney shows, which I liked. I like Liv and Maddie because it's got Dove Cameron in it and Dove Cameron plays Mal in Descendants. I really like Dove Cameron. She's one of my idols. I have no idea who you're talking about. I'm just going to be honest. Come on. I know. I know. I'm kind of a loser when it comes to some of that <laughs> stuff, though. I don't watch a lot of TV. What's your favorite Disney movie of all time? Uh, oh, mm. Like, older movie or newer movie? Favorite Disney movie. I don't have a favorite. Like, it was hard to, like, pinpoint my books to my favorite series, which was Land of Stories. Because, like, for a while there, before I read Land of Stories, I was like, I don't have a favorite book. They're all good. I love them all. What are some of the Disney movies you like a lot? I like all the Freaky Friday ripoffs. The new, um, The Swap with, oh, what's her real name? Peyton, Peyton something. She plays Emma and Jesse. I don't remember. <laughs> they remade Freaky Friday? They made they made a lot of Freaky Friday movies. But there are like a couple named Freaky Friday and then there's like the swap or the swap again or something like that. And they just take the same concept and they just keep changing out <laughs> the, the exact, like in the swap it has like it's teenagers and one's a ribbon twirler person girl and then the next is a hockey player and their phones become like totems and when they say they want to like when they're texting and they say they want to switch lives and their lives switch and it's like the freaky friday thing weird but it's it's kind of funny okay it, okay <laughs> not my genre but that's okay that's okay <laughs> so what are some things about being here at patrick henry that you know you've had to ad adapt to that you enjoy that you dislike talk a little bit about your school experience for me school has been a getaway for me because i was remote all year last year and it really sucked you didn't like it i didn't come to school at all last year you didn't like it though no i didn't like it it was oh. i was stuck with my siblings for their first two trimesters because i think that's when my sister yeah my sister was still in elementary were you at woodhaven last year yeah so i was doing remote schooling while my siblings were in elementary and they were able to go back for their third trimester but since we're on semesters here my mom just decided to stick me through all remote and it sucked what did you not like about being remote is it the social part because you you're a bit of a social butterfly yeah that's exactly what it was it was the social part not being i mean i talked with like lyric and melina like through google docs and email but not being able to like be here at school with my friends making new friends being like actually in person it just really sucked i didn't like it did your mom know you didn't like it? Oh, yeah, she knew. She didn't care. <laughs> yeah. It's tough to know what the right thing to do is in that situation since, right. you know, we're going through something that nobody had ever been through. I know. That's when my mom was, like, really scared of the COVID thing when everything first got started. So she was like, we're going remote, no questions asked. And then when second semester, she goes, I want, I want you to stay remote. Even though I was like, please let me go to school. I really want to go to school. Yeah. Um, but all my teachers would have changed because, or most, some of my teachers would have changed. Because I had Mr. Rosenberger for exploratory tech, and he stayed remote mm -hmm. all year. So I'm like, I don't really want to, like, change teachers. Like, and I was like, I guess so. I mean, I didn't really have a choice, but. 
Yeah, I had uh, online class for one hour all year last year. So my fourth hour was remote, both first and second semester. And at the semester switch, there was a couple kids that switched from online to face to face. Mm -hmm. And so then they would be in my class. And I was like, oh, you're the kid from my <laughs> online class. It's funny because like, you, we've talked about this in class, I know, but like you never realize how much the lower half of somebody's face changes what they it's look like. Like I did that interview with Noah and he pops on the camera and he's wearing a baseball cap and no mask. And I'm like, that's what you like. Yeah. That's you. I know it's crazy because I, when I first met Noah, I was doing the Shrek musical last spring. Yeah, he was talking about how he was in the play. Oh, Yeah. what did he say? <laughs> he was just talking about how he was in the play. Yeah. He, he's in choir he's and he cool. was in the play and he's in, yep. It was a musical, but okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Whatever. I know there is, but for me, it's just, oh, you're in the performing arts. Yeah, yeah, that's when I first met, like, Noah and Hayden, who played Shrek, and then I, like, got all their numbers, and then I'd ask them to, like, pull their masks down at rehearsal, and, like, we were ready for whatever, so I can get a picture of them, and I was, like, blown away. I'm like, that's what you really look like? Yeah. It's crazy. We never, I mean, for us, like, the teachers that work here, so many of us see each other, well, we, you know, many of us have worked together, and we know what each other look like without masks. And then we get all these students that come to us and we look at your school picture and we look at just seeing the yeah. top part of your face. And then when something happens where we do see your face, we're like, oh, it's you. Like it catches you off guard, you know, because your brain fills in what you think it's going to look like. And then sometimes it doesn't match up that way. Yeah. You're completely caught off guard. And so you've enjoyed being back at school for the social part of it. Do you feel like being in the actual classroom makes learning easier or did you do okay learning online from like the mental part of it? It's a little easier being like with the, like the people and like having the opportunity to go up to a teacher and like ask questions privately instead of just typing them in the chat where everyone can see. It's easier. It's a little easier. I didn't fail remote schooling. I didn't like completely fail, but it is definitely easier being face to face. Yeah. So what are some extra curricular activities that you're a fan of so you were in the musical is that something that you still plan to do or is that something you're still doing um yeah i wasn't in the play that they just did at school because i was quarantined the week of audition really yeah you don't remember when i was quarantined it was the week of homecoming Oof. yeah so i wasn't able to go to the homecoming dance which i was really upset about but my mom's friend's son, Christian. My mom's friend's son, okay. <laughs> my mom's friend, Capri, her son, Christian, he goes to Flat Rock. So I was able to go with Christian to the dance, to their homecoming dance. It was fun. It was very, very cold, though. It was outside. Oof. Do, uh, do you feel like in some way that changed your high school experience, not going to your own homecoming? Or do you feel like because you got to still go to a homecoming that it made up for it? Um, I think I, w I was pretty upset when I wasn't able to go to the homecoming dance. And so was my friend Lyric. You know Lyric. We were going to go together as, like, friends. Mm -hmm. We had this whole plan out, and then I got quarantined, and we were, like, really upset. Um, the one part that I, like, I do regret not going to my own dance, but I don't really regret the fact that... I don't know how to explain. I really liked the getting ready for the dance. Yeah. And I was like glad I was able to still do that because Lyric came over and my cousin came over to do my makeup and hair and Lyric was taking pictures. It was like really fun doing the getting ready. But yeah, I do regret not being able to like go and hang out with my friends. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you what? What else? Some other things that you're into. So you you got the after school thing. You like to get you know prepped up and things like that. What are some other things that you're involved in, or you like to do, hobbies, interests? I'm in choir. I did know that. Yeah, I'm I'm in the advanced choir here at Patrick Henry the Trouble Troubles. Ooh, advanced. So cool. No, it wasn't that hard to get in, to be honest. What uh, what is your favorite song to sing? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, mm, I like the Christmas concert. The Christmas concert is fun. Really? Oh, that's right. You love Christmas, though, don't you? No, my mom really loves Christmas, but Christmas is, yeah, I love, I like Christmas. Your whole story was about Christmas. <laughs> well, you did it around Christmas time, so. Okay. <laughs> so you like to sing Christmas songs? Do you sing Christmas songs all year round? Like, do you just walk around your house going like, no, the weather outside like, no. is frightful? No, I couldn't sing that today. Well, I know we got snow on the ground. Awful out there today. It was worse yesterday when it was actually snowing. But no, I, I just like singing mostly pop songs like... Well, <laughs> I was obsessed with Justin Bieber when I was little. Of course you were. <laughs> of course, that was your... Your age, no, your, your, no. yeah. Justin Bieber was my boyfriend, okay? Did he know that? No, he did not know that. <laughs> and I would, go, I would get so mad when I'd, like, look up, like, Justin Bieber on the, in the, on the internet and see him, like, walking with a girl, and I'd get so angry. Like, yeah, because he knew you existed, and he was really doing this to get in your face. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like, when he got with Selena Gomez, we have this one book in my house that my little sister still picks through because she's only six still. Her idol is Justin Bieber, too. It's just a trend in my family. It's always Justin Bieber. But um, there's this one picture with him and Selena Gomez, and I would get so angry every time I saw it. I'm like, Justin, you're cheating on me. Come on, man. It's not right. Do you like his older stuff or his newer stuff? Because he sounds a little bit different now. Yeah, I, I mean, his old stuff is classic. I mean, come on, Baby by Justin Bieber. You got to rock out to that sometimes. But his new... <laughs> Do we? Do yeah. we need to rock out to Justin Bieber's baby? Yeah, it's debatable. Okay. I like his new stuff. Like his collabs with other artists are like really cool. And one of my like new Justin Bieber favorite songs is his one, um, Holy. I really like that one. It's a lot different from From Baby. Yeah. <laughs> from his other songs. Yeah. That makes sense. So what do you think you'd like to like do you have any idea of what kind of careers you'd like to go into or what you'd like to do in the future writing you do like to write i love writing i'm actually writing another story right now on google docs where does your passion for writing come from probably from the whole reading thing that makes sense reading writing they go hand in hand Mm -hmm. addicted to reading and so when we had to last year like write these narrative stories or not the narrative stories the paragraph sandwich things i like enjoyed doing that and so i the one thing about me write, writing though is i always have to know where the story story's going mm-hmm. so like i can't just like get a google doc and start typing i need a story prompt which is why if you look at my google history now it's a story prompt how to start a story story starters do you so, do pre-writing on your own or no no i just go at it and then i go back and edit it like I was, in my story I'm doing right now, I had to go back during fifth hour today because we were supposed to be studying. 
supposed to be studying. <laughs> um, but I had to go back and hit enter every time someone else started speaking because I forgot to do that the first time. Right. So I had to go back and hit enter and indent every single time. And it was really annoying. <laughs> do you have like a certain genre of writing that you like to do or is it all over the place or what? Well, the Christmas story I did, it was Christmas and illegal vandalizing. But um, the one I'm doing right now, it's a mystery type of thing. It's this girl, she wakes up and she doesn't know who she is or where she is. And then she finds her sister. And then like they have, I'm obsessed with Twilight, okay? Oh. Twilight is, I'm obsessed. Ask Michael, I, stop, I don't stop talking about Twilight. Um, but so I included like Twilight powers into the, my story. So like the girl who didn't know who she was, she's got like Alice type things where she can see visions of the future. And since she doesn't know who she is, now she's seeing visions of her past. And her sister, she's got the Zafrina gift where she can like just concentrate and makes people see what she wants them to see. It's interesting. <laughs> Do you publish them on the internet or anything like that? Like no, Wattpad or anything? My first story ever written, it was last year. I shared it with my sixth hour theater class and my parents, and that was it. How was the reaction? Well, it was interesting. Miss Connell is very, um, she was like very psyched to be able to like listen to my story, and everyone was like, oh my god, it's so good. And I had a couple friends in that class. It's actually very difficult to make friends online, but I did it. To make friends what? Friends online. From online? Yeah. It was difficult, but I made a few friends in that class, and they would be spamming the chat, like, Bella, oh my gosh, this is so good. Did it make you feel good? Yeah, it did. It made me feel... Confident? Uh, yeah, confident. That's... You just stole the word right out of my mouth. Hey, hey. <laughs> how often do you write? Like, I'm not saying how often do you finish something, but how often do you sit down and practice writing? Um, if I'm not doing anything in school, I'm mostly reading some of my other friends' stories and writing my story. So pretty often, and then when I get home, if I don't have any homework, like when I get home every day, I check, grab out my Chromebook from my backpack and I like check through all my classes and make sure I don't have any homework. And since it's already out, and if I don't have any homework, then I'll just sit there and write. And you just do it for you? Yep. That's good, sure. kind of therapeutic. Oh yeah, definitely. So you have other friends that write too? Yeah, Melina. Melina writes. And do you share your work with each other? Do you yeah. give each other, like, honest feedback, or you just tell each other, like, it's good, even if sometimes you're like, eh? Malia is a amazing writer. Like, she can type two words, and you'll be like, bravo. <laughs> so I barely have any feedback for her when I'm reading her stories, like maybe a spelling error here or there. But her story right now that she's writing, it's long, and it's just beautiful and so great. And then when I share like my very first draft with her for my story, she's like, delete the whole thing. This is trash. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, Melina. That makes me feel so great. Yeah, but that's the first draft. They're supposed to suck. Yeah. You know, we talked about that in class. Mm -hmm. Crappy copies. <laughs> yeah. So you like to write. You like to sing. What do you want to do with your future? Do you know what you want to do in the future in life? Right. <laughs> I don't really know besides writing theater singing everything i like to do I, I, don't, I don't really have a set goal for like what i want to be but you're hoping for something creative yeah definitely is this something you'd like to go to college for 
Um, I don't think so because my mom says that like writing isn't really a like first job type thing. Cause like my older brother, he worked at a, um, like a corner store, like a corner convenience store for his first job. And he's hoping to be an EMT. So like, I want to build it up. And for a good while there, I wanted to be a math teacher. Oh really? Yeah. Because How do you like writing so much and then you wanted to be a math teacher? <laughs> well, I really like at the beginning, no, not the beginning of the year, like mid first semester. Does that make sense? Mid, so like Mid? the first quarter. Yeah, like the first quarter. Um, Mr. Seesock was realizing that I am blowing by like all the subject or the teaching he was doing. It's like he'd be working on one problem with the rest of the class and I'd have the whole paper done. Mm -hmm. So for a good while there, he let me move forward and like go ahead for everybody else. But then I decided it was too much work and I stopped doing that and I just stayed with the class. <laughs> Okay, okay. I can be quite lazy at sometimes. I think everybody goes through that, though. <laughs> sometimes it's just hard to stay motivated, you know? Yeah. The last question that I always ask on the podcast is, if you could give anybody one piece of advice in life, what piece of advice would you give them? And it could be about anything. Oh. What's a piece of advice? It could either be something that you've learned that you want to share or something that you just kind of have off the top of your head. But what's a piece of advice that people should hear that you think would be beneficial? I'd say to always tell people what you're truly feeling without being rude about it. Because I have, well, this isn't, I tell people what I'm feeling a lot. Like I am, even though I don't like telling, like, how do I, I can't explain this. I like tell people a lot what I'm thinking and like how I actually feel. And sometimes it like annoys them or sometimes they'll be like, this solve this or I like, I like knowing how you're feeling. Um, but don't be completely like rude and brutally honest. I mean, be honest, but don't be brutally honest about it. Okay. Is there anything else that you want us to know about you or anything else you want to share before we end our, our time? I don't think so. All right. Was this as bad? Like, are you calm now? You were yeah. nervous to start. I'm you good now? Breathing normally. <laughs> My heart rate is steady. Okay. I think I'm good. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for joining me. Maybe we'll do this again sometime. Yay. All right. Thank you.